Welcome to the Study His Word podcast, brought to you by Fear and the Faith, where we read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation in just one year. The Bible is full of great wisdom and stories that we can use to better our Christ-like walk every day. Join us on our mission to get one million people to read the Bible cover to cover. Visit studyhisword.com for more info, resources we have available, upcoming projects, and events. Okay, First Chronicles 20. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, Joab led out the armed forces. He laid waste to the land of the Ammonites and went to Rabbah and besieged it. But David remained in Jerusalem. Joab attacked Rabbah and left it in ruins. David took the crown from the head of their king. Its weight was found to be a talent of gold, and it was set with precious stones, and it was placed on David's head. He took a great quantity of plunder from the city and brought out the people who were there, consigning them to labor with saws and with iron picks and axes. David did this to all the Ammonite towns. Then David and his entire army returned to Jerusalem. In the course of time, war broke out with the Philistines at Gezer. At that time, Shebekai, the Heshusatite, killed Sapiah, one of the descendants of the Raphites, and the Philistines were subjugated. In another battle with the Philistines, Elahanan, the son of Jer, killed Lami, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. In still another battle, which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each feet, 24 in all. He was also descended from Raphah. When he turned, taunted Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shemiah, David's brother, killed him. These were descendants of Raphah and Gath, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. 21. Satan rose up against Israel and cited David to take a consensus of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the troops, Go and count the Israelites from Beersheba to Dan. Then report back to me so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied, May the Lord multiply his troops a hundred times over, my lord the king. Are they not all my lord's subjects? Why does my lord want to do this? Why should he bring guilt on Israel? The king's word, however, overruled Joab. So Joab left and went throughout Israel and then came back to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of the fighting men to Israel. In all Israel, there were 1,100,000 men who could handle the sword, including 470,000 in Judah. But Joab did not include Levi and Benjamin in numbering because the king's command was repulsive to him. This command was also evil in the sight of God, so he punished Israel. Then David said to God, I have sinned greatly by doing this. Now I beg you, take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. And the Lord said to Gad, David, seer, go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I'm giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, this is what the Lord says. Take your choice. Three years of famine, three months of being swept away before your enemies with their swords overtaking you, or three days of the sword of the Lord, days of plague in the land with the angel of the Lord ravaging every part of Israel. Now then, decide how I should answer the one who sent me. And David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. But do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and 70,000 men of Israel fell dead. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. 
But as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw it and relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel who was destroying the people, Enough, withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. And David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and earth with a sword, a drawn sword in his hand extended over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell down, face down. And David said to God, Was it not I who ordered the fighting men to be counted? I, the shepherd, have sinned and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? Lord my God, let your hand fall on me and my family, but do not let this plague remain on your people. Then the angel of the Lord ordered Gad to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. So David went up in obedience to the word that Gad had spoken in the name of the Lord. While Aruna was threshing wheat, he turned and saw the angel. His four sons who were with him hid themselves. Then David approached, and when Aruna saw him, he left the threshing floor and bowed down before David with his face to the ground. David said to him, let me have the side of your threshing floor so I can build an altar to the Lord, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Sell it to me at full price. And Aruna said to David, take it, my Lord. The, the king do whatever he pleases him. Look, I will give the oxen for the burnt offerings, the threshing sledges for the wood and the wheat for grain offering. I will give all of this. But King David replied to Aruna, no. I insist on paying the full price. I will not take for the Lord what is yours or sacrifice a burnt offering that costs me nothing. So David paid Aruna 600 shekels of gold for the site. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of the burnt offering. Then the Lord spoke to the angel and he put his sword back into its sheath. At that time, when angel saw the Lord had answered him on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, he offered sacrifices there. The tabernacle of the Lord, which Moses had made in the wilderness, and the altar of burnt offering were at the time on the high place at Gibeon. But David could not go there before it to inquire of the Lord, because he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. 22. Then David said, the house of the Lord God is to be here, and also the altar of the burnt offering for Israel. So David gave orders to assemble the foreigners residing in Israel. And from among them, he appointed stone cutters to prepare dressed stone for the building of the house of God. He provided a large amount of iron to make nails for the doors of the gateways and for the fittings and more bronze than could be weighed. He also provided more cedar logs than could be counted for the Sidonians and the Tyrians had bought a large number of them to David. And David said, my son Solomon is young and inexperienced and the house to be built for the Lord should be of great magnificence and fame and splendor in the sight of all the nations. Therefore, I will make preparations for it. So David made extensive preparations before his death. Then he called for his son Solomon and charged him to build a house for the Lord, the God of Israel. David said to Solomon, my son, I had it in my heart to build a house for the name of the Lord, my God. But this word of the Lord came to me. You have shed much blood and have fought many wars. You are not to build a house for my name because you have shed much blood on the earth, excuse me, in my sight. But you will have a son who will be a man of peace and rest. And I will give him rest from all his enemies on every side. His name will be Solomon. And I will grant Israel peace and quiet during his reign. He is the one who will build a house for my name. 
He will be my son and I will be his father and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with you and may you have success and build the house of the Lord your God as he said you would. May the Lord give you discretion and understanding when he puts you in command over Israel so that you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will have success if you are careful to observe the decrees and the laws that the Lord gave Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. I have taken great pains to provide for the temple of the Lord a hundred thousand talents of gold, a million talents of silver, quantities of bronze and iron too great to be weighed, and wood and stone that you may add to them and you may add to them. And you have many workers, stonecutters, masons, carpenters, as well as those skilled in every kind of work, in gold and silver, bronze and iron, craftsmen beyond number. Now begin the work, and the Lord will be with you. Then David ordered all the leaders of Israel to help his son Solomon. He said to them, Is not the Lord your God with you? And has he not granted you rest on every side? For he has given the inhabitants of the land into my hands, and the land is subject to the Lord and to his people. Now devote your heart and soul to seeking the Lord your God. Begin to build the sanctuary of the Lord God, so that you may bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the sacred articles belonging to God into the temple that will be built for the name of the Lord. That concludes our reading for the day. Thanks for taking a little bit of your day to listen to the word. We hope today's message really spoke to you. Remember, you can find more resources, connect with us, or sign up to get weekly readings on our website studyhisword.com. Until next time, God bless you and may his light shine upon you.